two of the biggest changes to collegiate football in recent memory outside of conference realignment have to do with the transfer portal and NIL. Today, we take a look at the first of those two massive, massive shifts in collegiate athletics, and specifically today, college football. The portal has skyrocketed teams into national relevance, and it has also been something that I think Syracuse has used pretty effectively to piece together its team at this point in time. We look at the whole grand scheme of things. We look at Syracuse's use of the portal, and we look at a few players that Syracuse has lost via the portal in recent seasons. It's a Locked On Syracuse Wednesday episode. Let's get the ball rolling. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up? What's happening? Welcome into your Lockdown Syracuse Wednesday episode. It's Owen Valentine saying thank you so much for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today we've got a, a pretty big macro discussion that we'll lead with and then we'll narrow it into more into the realm of Syracuse. And I mean, transfers and, and Syracuse are, are no new combination. Right. You remember the devil wears orange T-shirts from uh, however many years ago that was. You think to basketball, the likes of, you know, Wes Johnson, for example, Ryan Blackwell, for example. Uh, Transfers have been a big thing in history. More recently, the portal has shifted. Right. And, And we've seen this and the immediate eligibility paired with the NIL shift has made the portal a quasi free agency in collegiate athletics, specifically your moneymakers, men's college basketball and college football. And what we have seen in week one of the college football season has allowed this to skyrocket is how the proper use and taking advantage of the transfer portal can skyrocket teams to national relevance and failure to adapt to the new way of collegiate athletics can hinder your production and leave you on the fringe of relevancy at this point in time. That is the severity of the transfer portal in college football right now. Look at week one and what happened. Two of your biggest names in terms of the transfer portal this offseason, on three ranks transfer rankings. Just like you've got a recruiting ranking, on three does your transfer portal rankings. The number one team in that portal, as you should know, is Colorado. And what you've seen and what you've heard from Colorado has been incredible, right? Coaching change, a big name coaching change, leads to a mass exit with 57 players transferring out of the program, if not more, and almost 50 players transferring in to Colorado. That is what happened there. That is to come play with a big-time coach in Deion Sanders. That is to come join a culture, a vibe, a family, whatever you want to call it, that is saying, look at what we can do. Come play for us, come win now, buy in right this second. It's something that Dino Babers referenced via a Brent Axe question in his press conference yesterday, 
right? That culture, that buy-in right this second, that come get on this train, come join us, or get left behind, is bringing in massive, massive players. What does Colorado do this week? An unranked Colorado Buffalo squad beats a top 20 TCU team and makes their way into the top 25. Skyrockets from a team that stunk last season. They were terrible last year. They bring in a new coaching staff. They bring in a new everything via the portal. And they go from the bottom of the barrel in terms of Power 5 college athletics to a relevant football team that is ranked heading into week two of the season. That is how immediately you can boost yourself to national relevance. Using this properly, going out, getting players that fit what you want, going out, finding top-tier talent in the portal, and putting together a team that can get you into the position to win. It's not that easy. I will say that, right? What Sanders is doing over there, what is happening over there is an anomaly. To be able to, first of all, have that many people want to get there, to clean house, to allow that many people to come in, is a rarity. It will happen occasionally when there's big name coaching change like that. And I don't know if it could ever happen all too often, if we're being honest. But you've got a guy that went there and did it and said, let's go, let's do this now, and let's use the portal to do that. Did he have a decent recruiting class to come along with it? Yeah. But still, using the portal to boost yourself to national relevance. Florida State, I know this is a little bit different of a story, but to stay in the ACC or to get into the ACC here. Florida State is a team that you know has that name power, have had that name power, like said Jameis Winston, uh, in, in relative recent memories and those teams around that time. Had a couple of rough years, starts the season as a top 10 team, in large part due to their incredibly active offseason in the transfer portal. Florida State goes out. They get you 13 guys in the portal, uh, six four-star guys, five three-star guys, and a couple of unranked uh, in terms of on threes ranking. But you go out and you get them. Six four-star guys, right? There are very, very few. Uh, I believe there's only one five-star guy per on threes ranking in the portal. Um, If I missed that, that's on me. But I do believe on three only has one five-star guy in the portal. Florida State went out and found six four-star players in the portal. Key guys, important guys. And what does Florida State do? They steamroll LSU in the season opener. They go out and they beat LSU big time on the backs of who was it always being thrown to? Keon Coleman, the transfer from Michigan State. You got transfers everywhere 13 of florida state's 24 receiving uh receptions were via the transfer portal in keon coleman um in oh boy who was it kyle marlock and in lawrence to philly i believe was the third transfer in there no jaheem bell sorry uh jaheem bell being the third transfer in that you know tight end uh but getting receptions for florida state and on the defensive side uh, some some key performances as well, including you know starters at cornerback, 
and, and other spots throughout the defense, right? Going out and finding keys in the portal, paired up with a decent recruiting class, right? You can't completely abandon traditional recruiting. But this is something that we have seen and in the value of a transfer top 100 player versus a top 100 true freshman coming in. You see more often than not the success rate from the top 100 transfer over the freshman. That's not to say you don't have huge freshmen, right? Your, your big freshmen that make it are one and done, are lottery picks, are people of that nature. That's not always the case with a true freshman, though. And finding guys in the portal can bring you to the promised land, if you will. Florida State, I, I think, is a college football playoff contender at this point in time. And if you don't think so, you didn't watch that game and you have not seen what Florida State has done this offseason in rebuilding a program. Now, they did it a different way. A lot of NIL money, right? On3 is tracking that as well. On3 says that Florida State added about $2 million in NIL value in terms of their roster with these 13 transfers. You do some math there, that's about hundred grand a player in theory. I don't know the accuracy of that. I'm just throwing those numbers out there. Florida State, Dino Babers also referenced this, in the press conference, went out and bought a team. And that is something that you can do in today's game of college football. With NIL and the transfer portal, you can use strong collectives, strong fundraising, and all of that to get yourself some big-time players. And Florida State, once again, has the chance, for the first time since the college football playoff era began, to contend for a national title. Let's look at the contrary. Let's look at a team that fell off the map courtesy of a very, very strong game from the Duke Blue Devils. Clemson starts the season one spot lower than Florida State. Clemson, and, you know, I've started to see some rumblings on Twitter calling out Dabo Sweeney a little bit, probably rightfully so. Clemson did not use the transfer portal this offseason. Clemson brought in one transfer. Clemson's transfer rankings are two spots worse than Syracuse. And I'm not saying that as a knock on Syracuse's transfers. I am just saying that Clemson football, a brand that is in theory contending for a national title every year, should not be ranked 65th in the country in the transfer portal if they want to maintain relevance and if they want to thrive in the new era of college football. And Clemson, who was ninth in the nation, heading into week one, was given a gift to remain ranked. And they did not look good. And you have to question, is it going to catch up to Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson coaching staff and the Clemson Tigers as a whole that you didn't go out and use the portal in this offseason? You did not go and get players, and you are seeing the repercussions of it already this college football season. Let's take a break. Let's look more specifically into Syracuse football's use of the portal, because if you look at who's on the field for Syracuse, it suggests they've done a pretty damn good job at finding guys that they can use in their system that can be key starters and valuable role players for this squad. But before that, let's hear a little bit from our friends over at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need the parts and accessories 
Head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. That's eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Owen Valentine, Locked On Syracuse Wednesday, talking the transfer portal and its role in college football at this point in time. We talked about how Colorado, Florida State have boosted their seasons tremendously, even just in the first week and change of the college football season, whereas Clemson, a team not active in the portal this offseason, has not seen that same success and has actually seen a pretty relevant dip. Not that that's the only reason they've seen an issue, but they have dipped. Syracuse, I just said, of the 63rd ranked transfer portal class this season, they brought in nine guys via the portal. Uh, we take a look at them. You know, I'll just rifle them all off at this point in time. There's not that many. Um, Jewel Martin from Nebraska, David Wallaba, uh, the Kentucky transfer, Braden Davis, quarterback from uh, South Carolina, Jack Stonehouse, the punter. The big man, uh, Jaden Bellamy, Jaden Gould, transfers from Notre Dame and Nebraska, respectively. Um, Braden Ingram, the Alabama transfer, who, you know, hasn't really panned out all too much at this point in time. And Joe Moore uh, out of Richmond was what Syracuse brought in this year. And when you look at Syracuse and you look at how many of those guys are, are impact guys at this point in time, Joe Moore injured a little bit, but a starter on the offensive line. David Wallaba, a starter on the offensive line. Jack Stonehouse, your starting punter. Uh, a guy in terms of a junior college transfer, and John Ray Reed, uh, is starting on your O-line. He was a guy that I didn't just name in there, but worked this year uh, via the portal in that regard. Look at the rest, and that's just this year's class, right? Look at the rest of Syracuse's starters. Isaiah Jones, transfer portal. Chris Bleich, your left guard, transfer portal. Who else? I just said John Ray Reed at your at the center spot right now. Joe Moore at the right guard. David Wallaba, all three. Transfer, transfer, transfer. Four of your five guys on the O-line are via the transfer portal. Your starting quarterback, Garrett Schrader, transfer. Your backup quarterback, CDRW, transfer. Your backup running back, Juwan Price, transfer. Look at the defense. Not as many. Isaiah Johnson, Jason Simmons Jr., two guys. Your reserve players, though, Elijah Clark, 
via the portal. Elijah Clark is in theory a starter at this point in time. We're not calling him not a starter. Um, who else is via the portal? Uh, Jaden Bellamy, Jaden Gould. Uh, we talked about them a little bit. Those are guys you'll see on your two deep, not necessarily starters at this point in time. Syracuse, as you look at this team, has used the portal in terms of, and I'm not saying that Syracuse has gone out and brought in massive names because they haven't, right? I'm aware of that. That's not the take today. Syracuse didn't go out and get, you know, uh, one of the most highly sought after transfers in the portal. That's not something they did. But what they did do is find guys that can help their team and can play integral roles. And that's why you see, I think, so many guys in the starting lineup for Syracuse is because of their ability to, you know, fill positions that are need-based and because via the portal, as we mentioned already today, you can find guys that are better versed, right? Joe Moore, for example, has 37 starts under his belt at the Division I college level. That's huge to have that experience, to have that more realistic game film, All right? How much can you judge? And I'm not saying this as a knock on Enrique Cruz by any means, because Enrique Cruz is a starter on this O-line and does a damn good job uh, in his first week, right? Did a decent job. I remember watching Enrique Cruz, and Enrique Cruz was a fringe four-star guy when he committed to Syracuse. He's bodying guys, destroying guys in high school football. And he worked out, and he's a success. But it's not immediate. But when you're doing what he was doing at the college level and seeing that success, that translates immediately. And that's where the portal can help you. And finding that balance between, okay, we need portal guys that can come in and help now, and also finding recruits that can fill in the cracks. And so you have, you know, veteran or second, third year guys that, you know, you've sort of grown in your own program, the likes of maybe a Damian Alford and a Rondé Gadsden, a LaQuint Allen, um, you know, a, a, who else can we throw in there for, for this point in time? A Jeremiah Wilson, uh, guys like that, Marlo Wax, Caleb Okachuku, right? You're, you're guys that make it to the top, that things work out nicely. But that transfer value is, is tremendous. And when we look at this, you go one, two, three, four, five, six of your 11 starting offensive players you got via the portal. And three of your starting defensive players you got via the portal. That's almost half of your players. Half of the team that you field in terms of starters on offense and defense are via the portal. It's a huge part in Syracuse's ability to field starters and, and successful players. Uh, and when you pair that with, you know, I, I say homegrown guys, it's more of a soccer ideology, but, you know, guys that you've had the whole time, it's, it's a good blend and it's a good mix. And I think it's what puts Syracuse in a decent position this season uh, to win some football games. That and the schedule, right? It's an easy schedule. I'll go over that many times. Uh, but they've used the portal effectively. Uh, and it has helped, especially this season, to offset one of the worst classes recruiting-wise in the last two decades for the Orange. All right, let's take a look at some of the guys that Syracuse has lost in the portal 
this past season uh, because they have been there have been many conversations and the big conversation had to do with that incredibly important highly viewed game your only ranked matchup of week one the top five LSU squad against the number eight Florida State right that's where college football eyes were this week why wouldn't it be right that is exactly what everyone was looking for the big game the story of the week that's what it is florida state lsu is florida state overrated i said they're underrated i want it on the record i want everyone to know i said florida state was underrated i said it probably three or four times in preseason i knew they were good i bought in early it's not to knock lsu but deuce chestnut played in that game probably syracuse's biggest transfer out in theory Maybe not. Jihad Carter has a case for that. Um, maybe Steve Linton has a case for that. I saw him in some crazy rankings uh, as one of the, I think, 10 most valuable transfers in the country via the athletic. Deuce Chestnut had eyes on him, right? That game had eyes. And, and Deuce, albeit a bad throw, a poor decision in that game, Jordan Travis's only interception of the game deuce chestnut with interception early on and i sent out the tweet you know deuce with the interception for lsu sucks to see him not here right sad to see that not with us whatever it was deuce got a lot of hate because he didn't play a great second half he got burnt for a very very important touchdown from another transfer that we've already talked about in keon coleman and there was a lot. I mean, LSU flipped on Deuce Chestnut immediately. A lot of flack. This guy shouldn't be playing here. I'd sit him for the next six weeks, whatever it was. I saw a ton of angry rumblings. I saw Syracuse guys livid that he left. You know, this is so stupid. All of that. No, right? You can be frustrated that guys leave the program. I was frustrated, right? You lost Jihad Carter. You lost Deuce Chestnut. You lost Jatias Gear. Right, you lost who else uh, in in the portal? Right, some other big names. Uh, Justin Lamson, even I was frustrated with. Um, Steve Linton, I didn't even mention yet, or I, I mentioned briefly. Right, Anthony Queeley, another receiver out of here. Courtney Jackson, receivers. Right, it was frustrating to see these guys go because you you know you've watched them, you've seen especially with guys like Deuce, right. You saw him come out and have that that big explosion early on, and you knew he was going to be good. And then you watched him continue to rise and be good and show what he can do. And he had a good season last year. And it's unfortunate, right? You wanted to stay with Syracuse. And I always say, right, when if a guy like Deuce makes the draft, LSU gets the credit. When he gets drafted, LSU gets the credit. And you'd like Syracuse to get the recognition. But let's not bash the guy. Right, he's doing what he thinks is best for his life. He is a collegiate athlete. He probably got some very good NIL money in the departure to LSU, who I assume has some very deep pockets and strong collectives. LSU has not had the same success uh, that Florida State has, but LSU also has a top 10 portal performance from this offseason. Right, We talk about how good Deuce Chestnut is. Deuce Chestnut, in terms of LSU's transfers, is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. The 13th best transfer, 
or not the 13th best transfer in, the fifth or sixth best transfer in, excuse me, that LSU had. One, two, three. Yeah, the seventh best transfer. Sorry for that. Just mumble jumble there. This is the seventh best transfer LSU brought in. Probably got some decent NIL money. But interesting game. Great start. Struggled in the second half. And people are out going nuts, right? It's a kid. Get them some slack, right? A game against one of the top transfers in the country in Keon Coleman, right? At receiver, the biggest receiver transfer in the country. Tough. What I thought was tough and what where I really thought, you know, was was frustrated, disappointed in seeing this is the other big defensive player that Syracuse lost, and that's Jihad Carter to Ohio State. Right, Jihad came out on the scene last year had an unbelievable year. Uh, I think back to that Clemson game when Syracuse was 6-0 and and Jihad with, with multiple fumble recoveries, the touchdown, unbelievable. He had a great year. Gets his way to Ohio State. He didn't play in their opener. He didn't play. That hurts, right, to lose a guy to the portal. Right, when you lose a guy to the portal, you want to see him thrive at the next level because you hope, right, that that Syracuse at least was the right stepping stone for them to get to the promised land, to get to the NFL. He's not playing in week one. That was more frustrating than seeing Deuce Chestnut get beat. That hurt the most. Uh, elsewhere, uh, you had Jawar Jordan for Louisville in the ACC. We'll see him playing a little bit closer as a conference opponent uh, than some of these other guys who are out of the conference, even though Syracuse uh, doesn't square up with them at this point in time. But when you look right now, some other guys had okay performances. No one really jumped out of the page. Uh, Jatia's gear as well didn't play. Um, Steve Linton actually had a solid game for Texas Tech. He was really, really sought after uh, in the Portal, and I, I'll say it again. I said it on this episode already. The Athletic had him ranked as like a top twenty, most or in theory most impact type transfer in the portal because of the role that he can have at Texas Tech. Uh, had a solid game uh, this past weekend, from what I seen or what I've seen, what I saw on Twitter, uh, what I read about. Did not see the game. I didn't watch them. Sorry, uh, they lost to Wyoming, but. Uh, some other guys, nothing truly notable, right? This is the ebbs and flows of college football at this point in time. And college athletics as a whole, right? You saw what Syracuse basketball did in the portal, bringing in big names. J.J. Starling, Chance Westry, Naheem McLeod, Kyle Cup Jr., right? Getting out in the portal, bringing guys in that can be key contributors. You're also lost, guys. Jesse Edwards, Joe Girard, my boy, John Bola, Jacques. Right. This is the reality of college athletics. And Dino is doing all right with it. Not incredible, but you're seeing some success, right? You're seeing pieces that make the field, which I think is uh is an indicator in some capacity that you are finding guys in the portal that can contribute. Uh that that's an indicator of success in the portal, in my mind. Can he do better? Yeah. Could he do worse? For sure. But you've got to be able to adapt and adjust 
And Syracuse, a lot of the time, I feel like is behind the eight ball. I still don't feel like they're on top of things as well as they could be with NIL. But I think in terms of their ability to bring guys in and can contribute, they're doing okay. I'd still want bigger name guys, right? I'm going to be selfish. I want big name guys. I want you to find, you know, the Jihad Carter, the Deuce Chestnut type piece to your team that can come in immediately and be like that. We'll see. It's got to continue rowing. You win some football games. You continue to recruit like Syracuse did uh, in the month of August in football. And people want to come play for you. You see a team that say you win seven, eight or eight games this year, maybe nine games. If you have a really good season, you're bringing in a decent recruiting class next year with some big name players, Jamie Tremble, right? Huge tight end. One of the best tight ends in the country. Shakari Williams, one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Guy in Carlos Del Rio Wilson leading the pack next year after a strong showing in week one. Some other key returners, right? People want to play for a team that can win games and has solid pieces coming back. It's going to help you. Keep doing it. Figure it out. Continue to adapt. Utilize NIL money in the best ways that you can. And keep hitting the portal. The portal is a lifeline. And it is the reality and arguably the most important facet of building a roster at this point in time. And that's where we leave today. Owen Valentine, you're locked on Syracuse Wednesday episode. Let me know your thoughts on it uh, in the comments on YouTube at LO underscore Syracuse on Twitter. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with some Thursday content, taking a look ahead uh, to some more Syracuse roster and game-specific stuff heading into week two. The Orange 1-0. But until then, that's where we'll leave it. Owen Valentine, locked on Syracuse. Be kind. Make somebody smile today. Have a good one. I'll talk.